This is Scott Becker with the Becker Private Equity Podcast. We're thrilled today to be joined by regular guest Matt Wolf, a brilliant leader at RSM. Matt, it's been a heck of a week in the market as there's some thoughts that inflation is actually softening and that the Fed will stop raising rates. There's still some uncertainty about it, but there's been a lot of positivity based on that perspective. What's your sense? How's the private equity community looking at this? Do things feel like they're starting to loosen back up a little bit? What's your sense of what's going on? Yeah, great, great question, Scott. And I think, you know, we got the CPI report, which was fairly in line with consensus estimates, which is a good thing, right? Um, I think the mismatch that we're seeing, particularly in some of the public market asset classes, is around investors who think that because inflation is slowing, that it means the Federal Reserve will cut rates soon. You know, our our estimate, our forecast is likely to begin cuts perhaps beginning in the middle of 2024, um, might be in for a series of rate cuts to the tune of 100, maybe 125 basis points. But that's not going to start anytime soon. It's not going to go back to zero. And in the interim, you know, we, we might might see a soft landing, uh, probably the likely outcome, which I think will be good good for everyone. You know, in terms of, of private equity, I think right now there's just a lot of um, portfolio management going on, right? We, we've seen um, fundraising slow down. Funds are not hitting their fundraising targets, and we are seeing a lot of uh, maybe like categorized as motivated sales of portfolio companies as private equity fund managers and, and deal partners, operating partners, they sort of work through this portfolio management exercise of exiting businesses that will no longer probably generate the return that they had hoped because the multiple arbitrage play really no longer exists, at least not to the extent that they had planned on. Trying to exit those businesses, clean up the portfolio, and then deploy what then and then deploy what capital is available to go into new um, new assets, some of which they you know are, are of a quality they wouldn't have looked at two years ago. But in the environment going forward, we're gonna have to, you know, buy buy some ugly babies and put some put some blood, sweat, and tears into them to turn them into real companies and and make our make our returns that way. I mean, absolutely fascinating, right? I mean, just fascinating to see that happening. People trying to exit some of these portfolio companies that have been holding on for a long time. People have you know, a little harder time fundraising, uh, and then people trying to figure out the next steps on deploying the assets. I mean, I'm seeing some of the funds that were invested in starting to see some capital calls again, starting to see some some movement, starting to see some of that. Um, but it is few and far between. It's not coming nearly as fast as I would have expected when initially committed to a number of different fund families and so forth, but it's a bad thing to watch. But I think your point that some people are ready to take their lumps as long as their colleagues are taking their lumps too, it is fine because then they feel like um, they can do that and not be judged so badly in the fundraising environment. Absolutely. They, they know they yeah, like that, take their lumps. I mean, they, they're, they're going to have to, and I think, you know, to, to some degree, too, what's been going on in the public equity markets, and we'll see how the S&P ends the year. But, you know, that also can provide a little bit of cover as well, um, the benchmarks and the benchmark performances. But, you know, ultimately, we're, we're seeing, again, fundraising environment is tough. 
you know, investors still need to put money to play, but they're starting to favor private credit a little bit more, starting to favor maybe treasuries a little bit more, right? I mean, it's, uh, it's a, if you can get 5% on a, on a 10 year, like, geez, um, there's, there's a play there for some investors. So Listen, it, the good news though for some of the funds is as the public markets recover, they've recovered a lot the last couple of weeks, then people's overall dollars go up because they got a percentage allocated to private equity. It gets closer to where investors start to, have folks to put money in private equity again. But these big pension funds, these big endowments that work on very serious ratios, like putting 13% into private equity, when the numerator or denominator goes down, they've got there's trouble because they're not putting more money in private equity because they're above their weighted expectation or part of their portfolio is private equity. And so I guess the only good news is, on one hand, it makes the private equity returns not look as good when the market's going up. When the public market's going up, the flip side is when the public markets go up, it, it then provides, it gets closer to where endowments and pension funds are again committed to putting money into private equity. That's such a great point. And it's been a while since we've talked about that that denominator effect, but um, yeah, hopefully that can provide some cover for those large institutional investors to once again, put more money into private equity. And frankly, that's, that's certainly constrained some of the fundraising to date, right? We see, we see funds not hit their targets, but the so-called denominator effect that you just explained so well is, is definitely a contributor there. Um, the other thing I, I, you know, we keep pointing out and kind of alluded to earlier is that, you know, there's, there's a lag with monetary policy, um, not only in how monetary policy affects the real economy, but also even in the, the financial markets, right? We pay a lot of attention to the 210 spread and the treasury yield curve and all that. And that that is affected fairly quickly, you know, whenever, whenever Powell speaks, basically. Um, but when it comes to the lending and credit environment for private equity buyouts, uh, when it comes to portfolio management, there's there's a months long to potentially up to a year plus long lag between some of those monetary policy decisions and how that works through itself through the normal buying and selling of private equity. Well, and that's really true. Just that when you look at like people have been steering and dismounting of debt resets in the commercial real estate, and it takes a long time for the loans that were five, seven, eight years, 10 years, whatever they were, to start to come due. But they come due in a much higher interest environment, it, it makes it really challenging in the commercial office space and lots of other spaces. But there's a big lag from the time that it starts to hit different people based on when, they're, when the loans are coming due or when the loans are up and after they're up. But no, your point is very well taken there. It really is. It, 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 people have been talking about this daunting commercial real estate thing for years, and it's, it almost feels sometimes like a fraud filing. At some point, it won't hit us, but it hasn't hit us as badly as expected yet because it takes a while for these things to work themselves through the system. Uh, the other thing somebody alluded to as the best quarter I've seen in a long time was one of the analysts said Fed rate hikes are like shots, taking shots of tequila. You, you don't know you've had enough until you've had enough. And, and it's a lot of truth here. You don't, you don't really see the consequences until it's, until it's really significant. It takes a while for this to work through the economy. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. And I think, um, yeah, yeah. And that's, that's why I feel like they're being very diligent, the Federal, the Federal Open Market Committee being very diligent, looking at the data because they, they don't want to, to overindulge necessarily. But, you know, we've never been through this exact set of macroeconomic factors right so we're we're sort of uh 
it's like a, a shot of a, a liquor we've never had before, almost in a way. Uh, I love that analogy. One hundred percent. We tried to be careful in the experiment. We got to alcohol exactly. In any event, <laughs> Matt, always great to visit with Matt Wolf, brilliant leader in RSM, brilliant firm. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Becker Private Equity Podcast. Uh, Chanel, our producer, will be back with you a little bit later. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you.